Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find out. Welcome to this week's episode of Sweet Sweet Garbage. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about Lifetime's A Mother's Nightmare. Bailey, do you want to give a little synopsis about that? So, Vanessa moves fast to claim Chris as her own, taking his time away and distancing him from his family and friends. His mom, Maddie, is disturbed by their sudden relationship, and when she discovers a secret of Vanessa's, she uses all her resources to convince Chris to end it. Angered and vengeful, Vanessa accuses Chris of a heinous act and turns the school against him and sparks an online attack. When things get violent, Vanessa plans her next move and Maddie must find out Vanessa's game before she loses her son forever. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Right? I like that synopsis. That synopsis, I felt like the other one was just stupid. It like was I was just like that's not even what this movie is. I noticed that a lot in these synopsis. It's like they don't even watch the movie. Yeah, I know. They just get like a a very brief like it's like they maybe watch the trailer and then they're like, "Oh, that this is what this movie is this about." This movie is <laughs> definitely about this. And I'm like, "No, this movie had nothing to do with what you think it did." <laughs> right. And I got to say though, I will say this movie I had a really, really good time watching it. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. The whole time. The whole time. It's just balls to the walls crazy. And I I know how problematic it is to, like, really, you know, kind of exploit mental illness and, you know, like, really, you know, make women seem unstable. I understand that. But also, when I see an actress get to just play crazy... I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing is that I feel like Jessica Lowndes, who is in this, she's also in A Deadly Adoption, and I just feel like A Deadly Adoption is, like, the perfect Lifetime movie because they took every Lifetime convention and threw it into this movie and utilized it beautifully, including getting Jessica Lowndes, who'd been in a couple of Lifetime movies before and has been, yeah, the quote-unquote crazy person and plays it really, really well, that, like, that was what Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell were like, we need her in this movie. If we're making the perfect Lifetime movie, we need her. And I was like, of course you do. (laughs) Because she knows exactly the kind of movie that she's in. Because I also, I watched the reboot of 90210 because I'm a sadist. And in that, she's never really over the top like she is in this movie. And I think it's because she just 100% knows what movie she's in. And I respect the hell out of that. Right, right. And it's, this is a really good performance, actually. I... You know, sometimes, like, when you see a lot of these Lifetime movies, you, there's, like, a very specific type of acting when it comes to, like, a woman being crazy. Same thing for, like, when a guy's acting crazy. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a very specific type. 
where it's like, oh, I'm going to just look really intense and I'm going to, my voice is going to shake all the time. <laughs> and like, there's all these tricks to it. Whereas like with this, like you actually, like I thought she was batshit. Oh yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, I mean, that's definitely true. And I think that she's pretty much like the same character in The Deadly Adoption, but that's like totally fine. For, you know, and she's played this character, Vanessa, another time. There's, like, a sequel to this movie. I think it's called A Father's Nightmare. And it was, like, you know, to, like, it was good enough that it spurned a sequel on Lifetime, so. Oh. Too bad. Too bad it's not, like, um... Uh, why, why am I blanking? It's not, like, stalked by my doctor. Oh, where there's just, yeah. Like a, <laughs> there's Vanessa not, like, just, seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, Vanessa just keeps, like, finding new boys to um, get to commit suicide, you know? It's pretty much her goal in this movie. Right, right. And so it's because, like, so they, they kind of hint at it a little bit. And, like, they talk, they talk about it, like, how she, like, comes from, like, a bad background. Which, like... There is something, like, a little eye-rolly about it, like, being like, oh, my dad left, and so I have these daddy issues, so I'm going to get these boys to kill themselves. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, her mother was mentally ill and killed herself, and at one point they were like, and Vanessa suffers from, like, the same disease that her mom did, but I just feel like, okay, everybody's, like, kind of aware that she's, like, the way she is, yet they, like, let her go back to a school. Like, they're like, oh, we see on your transcript that you're not allowed to interact with the opposite sex. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's because, you know, when I get a boyfriend, I forget to study. And, like, the principal just, like, lets that be the excuse. I'd be like, when, why are you not vetting her more? And, like, why are you not so, this is pretty specific thing in her file. Like, should I look out for this? (laughs) No, it's so crazy. So I just feel like the adults suck in this. Right, no, everybody kind of drops the ball. Like, there's that one part where her psychiatrist or something calls, and then is like, oh, hey, like, this is Vanessa, and she, or can I talk to Vanessa? And then she pretends to not be herself, and she's like, oh, I just found this phone. I don't know who that is. Bye. And then we never hear from the psychiatrist again. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, so my thing is, like, there would be no way that this girl would be allowed to go into, like, a regular, like, a regular foster care system and, like, to just assimilate now into a new school, given that, like, her last boyfriend that she, like, lived in the foster system with, like, committed suicide, and, like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's no evidence to prove that it was her, but, like, ah, shit, I don't know, I just feel like there would be no way they would just transfer her to a Right, right. I mean, and it's just funny because, like, you know, you do hear those stories about how, like, the foster system is, like, super fucked up and, like, you know, about kids, like, slipping through the cracks. And, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just felt like in this, it just felt like lazy writing as opposed to, like, actually being an indictment on the foster care system, you know? Because, like, I feel like you could have done, like, you could have made that argument about, like, you know, maybe, like, because of red tape or bureaucracy or whatever people just don't know about her like since she gets to town but you don't really get that (laughs) yeah and she just has this like file with like all of this information about her and I'm like nobody like cares to be like oh maybe we should read this file right no (laughs) there's it just it doesn't make sense (laughs) but again 
<laughs> it's like there's these little things that like don't really add up in the script, but just like I think the performances and the people who act who are acting in this, like the mom, the new boyfriend, like all of them, like and Vanessa, they're they're all really grounded. So it's only because I, you know, we're we're dissecting this that we're like, oh wait, some of this just like doesn't add up. Yeah, I think everybody, for the, well, I mean, for the most part, like, Grant Gustin, like, this was before The Flash, like, he's proved that he is, like, a legit actor, like, he has his own TV show where he's, like, the lead of it, and then Jessica Lyons has been in a bunch of things before and after this, and then Annabeth Gish plays uh, Grant Gustin's character, Chris's mom, and the thing is, like, I love, Mystic Pizza is, like, one of my favorite movies, oh, so Annabeth Gish has been, and her character just, cat breaks my fucking hard in that movie and i it's like oh my god so i've i annabeth gish is more than competent like because so you have you actually have three competent actors like this is kind of like you know how we were always saying like would a good actor be able to make like this terrible dialogue or this shitty script work and i think that the three of them definitely elevate this more than you know it being like you're not immediately like oh so this is the acting we're gonna go with okay so this is gonna be a terrible hour and a half (laughs) versus like that's not this at all like every one of them is are working and they're still working actors you know it's not like oh i've never like seen or heard of that person before or after this lifetime movie it's like no these are three very competent actors right right and yeah it really does buoy the script because you're just like it was only after I was done watching it and like you know it was kind of like trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about and like I was like writing out some stuff where I was like wow some of this like really doesn't like (laughs) I was like poking holes in things but like when yeah when you're watching it you're just like oh all right this is great this is fine this whatever (laughs) Yeah, it, it is what it is. It was It's like a made-for-TV, direct-to-DVD movie. You know, this isn't going to get any of these people, like, you know, this isn't, these aren't star-making roles. You know? No, no, no. This is definitely, <laughs> there's no daytime Amy material yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and because of this, you don't watch this, and you watch this clearly and say, okay, I need this girl for, like, this Lifetime movie we're making, but, like, you don't look at this movie and say, like, oh, they need to be in the next Scorsese movie, and, like, that's not a knock on them, that's just this movie. Right, you know? right, absolutely. They could most probably be in a Scorsese movie. <laughs> yeah uh, probably you know like let's see them let's stretch them a little bit more like because I feel like the three of them like Grant Gustin sure he's like the lead on a a CW show and like yeah I wouldn't say no to that I'd be like sign me the f up but the thing is like I've never really seen him beyond like sort of that that kind of a role like I've never been like oh yeah like Grant Gustin just like took this like crazy indie movie role and he's amazing in it you know like I haven't he hasn't really done anything like that yet nor neither has really Jessica Lowndes which is unfortunate like maybe give them the role to like show like they're better than I'm better than Barry Allen on The Flash you know and it's again that's like awesome that he is the lead of a a hit television show like that's amazing but like the thing was like at least Melissa Benoist I'm sure she's been Supergirl, but she's also was in Whiplash. Like, I think people forget that. Is yeah. that, like, that's before she even got Supergirl. Is like, So she sort of showed that, like, yeah, I am probably more than, you know, this one character. I kind of, like, I kind of want that for Grant Gustin. I do want to talk about the very first scene. That oh, one God, where it's, yes. like, the funeral. <laughs> of her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, so it's her ex-boyfriend, and um, it's, they're at the funeral, and, like, the mom, I guess, like, sees her. 
and, <laughs> and she's like the mom is like also like the shot is hysterical because the mom is like lying down on the casket and like so it's like a it's like a um it's like a horizontal shot and she just like looks up and then looks at Vanessa and is like <gasps> but I love how the mom is like gripping onto this casket right 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 it's just like it's you it's like it's so melodramatic but it's so funny and it's even funnier when you realize that like or when you find out that the boy's name was Kale I know. Who names their child Kale? I've never heard that name. And I'm just like, what kind of hippie weird shit is this? Like, was it K-A-L-E? I gotta look and be like, how I think did it they was. spell Kale? It, 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 he's named after the lettuce. <laughs> or whatever Kale is. <laughs> yeah, K-A-L-E. Kale. Like, who names their child Kale? And it was just so funny because then, like, you know, it's like this woman giving this, like, heart-wrenching, like, talking about her son. And then she says Kale. And, like, I remember I just started laughing so fucking hard. Because <laughs> I'm like, you really just undermined this entire scene. And I know that's, like, a stupid thing to complain about. But I actually am not complaining because it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is my son. I just named him after a leafy vegetable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Because <laughs> oh it's not God. like she looks like it, she would be, like, one of those, like, hippy-dippy moms, you know? yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's the funeral scene, and then that's our, like, introduction into, like, who Vanessa is, and then they transition into she has, like, the meeting with her social worker, and the social worker's, like, an asshole, too. Like, these people are supposed to be nice to these people. Like, yeah, she has a lot of issues, so my first question is, all right, why is she not in, like, some asylum at this point? Like, I'm sorry, like, you can't prove anything? Yeah, but, like, this is a pattern, like, she, like, this is a pattern that she's done, and you're not doing anything to help her. So, yeah, like, send her out to go kill, inadvertently kill some other kid, you know? Like, right. <laughs> and again, like, it could have been something they talked about, like, where, like, the system, like, really, like, fails people. But they don't. They don't no. really talk about it. It's just, like, the guys, yeah, like, all of the adults, like, kind of, like, give her shit, but then disappear. So it's not like they're really, like, doing anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only one that has, like, an actual bitch is Annabeth Gish's character, Maddie, because, like, Vanessa just gives her, gives her shit, like, out, like, it's just, like, she, like, walks in on them after sex, and, like, Vanessa's just, like, on the bed being, like, mm, yeah, whatever, and, like, starts, like, giving her, like, Maddie the side eye, and is, like, being a total bitch, so, yeah, of course, like, to me, it's, like, if you wanna... I don't know, you want to form, like, a good relationship with this woman because she's immediately going to, like, pull her son away from you if you're being a horrible person versus, like, maybe you were, like, really good to her and it was like, oh, like, Vanessa would never pull this stuff. I know Vanessa's a good kid. No, Vanessa's a bitch. Like, from right, the jump. Right. No, it's funny because that is, that is kind of a complaint I have about this movie where, like, there's just never any ambiguity with her. Where, like, yeah. you just know right from the get-go that she's, you know, a psycho. Yeah, so and that's like, the again, thing. she's it's... awful. Like, she, yeah. you know, at least you have, st- like, I had sympathy for, you know, uh, Evelyn in Play Misty for me, of course. Like, I love Alex in Fatal Attraction. This is just, like, I actually don't, like, I understand that she's mentally ill, so we have to feel for that aspect. But, like, she's, like, awful. So, like, I really don't, like, feel bad. <laughs> No, absolutely. It's one of those things where, again, it's actually a testament to Jessica Lowndes because 
anybody else who would have played this, I probably would have been, I might have turned it off just because, like, there's never any reprieve from her awfulness. Yeah. And, like, it's just so funny because, like, you would think that they would, they would have been like, oh, well, we gotta, like, try to make her charming a little bit or, like, a little bit charismatic, like, or at least, like, be able to trick people a little. I, what I, don't I know. think, I think it's because she's, like, unbelievably hot. Oh, for sure. Like, I think they were just like, I think they're like, no, we're gonna, people are going to get on board because, like, look at her. Like, that's the whole, the whole reason that Chris puts up with anything in this movie is because she's insanely hot and she puts out. Like, th- that, that's it. Like, that's 100% why. Which isn't, like, but, like, that's not, a, to me, that's not a character trait. That's not, like, something, like, like, oh, okay, she's hot, so we're going to, forget it no like that's not it at all like we should want to we should want to sympathize with her on like an actual like level are we supposed to be like feel bad for her because her mother committed suicide like no because she just does all of these horrible things in a row and she's awful to chris like and i don't get why he like she accuses him of rape and he still wants to be with her no i know and that was uh, so we'll get to that point in a bit but there is yeah there's a part in the movie where she says that he like got drunk or whatever and and, like like, attacked like also like the way she described it she like looks fine and like she's like yeah he like attacked me i'm like girl why are there no bruises on you like why do you look (laughs) yeah you look completely fine yet he supposedly like savagely attacked you i was like damn at least beat the shit out of yourself or something right right um yeah no make it look believable yeah or do yeah i know it was just <laughs> so I do crazy. love how everybody was on the woman's side in this movie, though. We they gotta love that. Like the cop was like, "Yeah, you definitely fucking raped her. This is why. This, 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 and this." I'm like, "Well, it's great to see." Unfortunately, this is like one of those rare cases where it's a crying rape. But like, I loved that. Like everybody in this town was just like on her side. So right. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, like, and okay, hold on. Let's look this up real quick. Let me see if it's on IMDb. Did a did a man write this or did a woman write oh, this? Oh no, a woman wrote this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Shelly. It was written by Shelly Gillen. Yeah, no, I saw something recently where uh it was a different lifetime movie and like there was this like throwaway line where, you know, it's like when the crazy person was uh is like, you know, trying to get into the house or whatever and the wife is like, listen, like, she could say stuff about you. Like, people take that really seriously now. And something about that line rubbed me the wrong way. Because I'm just like... It's like, well, you know, bitch is gonna get, like, you know, like, that's all the Me Too movement. Right. Better watch like, out. Like, now, though, like, I feel like there's this, like, thing with screenwriters where, like, they can just, like, sort of passively make jabs at Me Too. And, like, sure, every movement has its problems I'm not saying that and I'm not saying like I'm not saying some of these jokes aren't funny but like there is something weird about these guys and that's that's why I brought this up because a man had written that um had written that screenplay and I remember being like really dude you're just gonna be like oh yeah no you know if a woman's crazy she's just gonna say she raped like you raped her and it's like right fucked you asshole Yeah, that's just, like, I just love, it's, like, the typical, like, the men now are, like, well, you know, 
it's really tough to be a man out there. Because, you know, you, oh, you could say, like, hey, how you doing? And a woman could be like, misconstrue that for rape. I'm like, no, there's, no. there's a big difference. We as women, we, 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 we understand the gravity of this situation. And, no, we're not going to be like, oh, that guy looked at me weird. So, like, let's accuse him of rape. No. No, like, that's not, not or, what the movie... Or, like, I love now, I love now there's this thing where, like, dudes are like, well, you know what? Maybe I just won't talk to any more women. And I'm like, okay, oh my God, great. Yes. Please, tell me when yeah, you're going to start we, doing we, that, we, asshole. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need the... Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. I just... Like, this is how I've always come to the conclusion that, like, people are like, oh, you get the masses of people that are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, sexuality is a choice. And I'm like, it's definitely not when I am very much into white men, but I also hate them. (laughs) So, like, this is how I know that, like, my sexuality is not a choice. So, therefore, like, somebody else's sexuality is definitely not a choice. Because if it was, like, my cousin and I joke about this all the time. We were like, God, we would jump on the lesbian bandwagon if we were into it. Right. Like, you know, we'd be like, yeah, let's just, like, let's, let's do it. But we're like, no, we're not. So that, that's how when people are like, oh, yeah, just when people like, I don't know, don't validate somebody's like sexuality. I'm always just like, dude, like I, I love white men, but I hate white men. Seriously. I'm like, listen, it's a you self-hating. <laughs> it's a self-hating yeah, it, sort it of truly love. is. <laughs> so yeah, when you, you just get, you know, you just get terrible, like men, you're just like, oh my God, like. Yeah, it's really hard to be a man, and I'm like, it's really, it's really not though. It's, it's very much not, especially a white man. Like you're still 100% in, in power. Oh, it's like letting a little bit of women try to, you know, get some power. You know, we're, you know, we're the United States. We're supposed to be the land of the free. We're the only country that has not had a female leader. But you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, Vanessa shows up on her first day and she's kind of like smoking a cigarette outside of school thinking she's hot shit and then the quote-unquote like hot blonde hair blue eye like fuck boy comes up to her and is like hey and he's like hitting on her and she's just like okay whatever and then she sees chris and he's like a hundred percent like her type and he even like looks like the ex-boyfriend so i'm like this and she zeroes in on him and i'm like okay so this girl has like the type she knows what to go for because she knows that like She's probably not going to be able to control, like, the fuck boy. Oh, no, Because he'd probably just be like, fuck this. Whereas, like, she can 100% get Chris to do everything for her. And he immediately does it. Like, instantly. Right. Because, like, it's not like he is an unattractive guy by any means. But, like, oh, there's no. definitely... He's super sexy. There's, like, definitely <laughs> I, a I like type. me some... You know what I mean? Like, he's... Yeah, I like me some Grant Gustin. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say, gonna I don't know if it's his name, but, like, something about that kid pisses me off. <laughs> And I, I, well, he was, I, <laughs> I first saw him on Glee and he was like such a fucking ass bag on Glee oh, really? that I was like, oh, yeah, no, like a total ass bag. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, uh, but I think he's like really, there's like a charmingness to him. And I think, but he like fits that, that mold of like the guy she's looking for perfectly. Right. And then of course they do do a thing at the very end, like where you finally see a picture of her dad. And he looks Anything. exactly like, you know, Grant. And, and the you're other like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I will say I so guess a little like bit, but then I also, issues. I rolled a little bit because I'm like, oh, I get it. Daddy issues. It's not good enough. It's not a good enough. Like that was trying to be this awesome reveal. Like she, because we had seen her look at that photo multiple times, but there was like a crease in it and she like opens the crease and there's like her, her mom, and then the guy that looks, you know, exactly 
like who she's been going after. Right, right. And my thing is like, did her dad? And then she's like, that was when daddy was nice. And I was like, what the fuck did daddy do? And we don't even know anything that daddy. <laughs> I did. gotta say, like, I remember yeah. when that happened, and I'm like, oh god, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely get that this girl has been through some shit, but I don't know. It's just like. <laughs> She's just awful. Right, right. Well, the thing is, again, it goes back to, like, it, again, it's it's Jessica Lowndes doing the best she can with what she has with this character. But yeah. the character itself is very one-dimensional. And, yeah, you can throw in the mental illness and you can be like, oh, you know, she's, like, in love with her dad that, like, left or whatever. And, <laughs> and you know, but, like, it's still, like, it doesn't really, there's, like, not a lot of nuance to that character. There just isn't. <laughs> yeah she she does the best with what she's given right. for sure and it's a fu- like it's a fun ride like from yeah that <laughs> from the like the scene at you know you know at the funeral home to like the the end of this movie you're always like it's always up and it's always played up and it's always fun yeah i will say like but, this is like a really fun campy movie like i was having a great oh, yeah. time the whole time <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Even though there are, like, a lot, like, I found, like, a lot of issues that, like, bothered me, like, outside of just, like, treating her mental illness, like, she's just, like, it's it's treated more poorly than, you know, in, like, Fatal Attraction or Play Misty for me. It's really played that, like, oh, this bitch is just evil. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, maybe some people are, like, born evil, but, like, you're also sending her to, like, a mental rehabilitation clinic at the end of this movie. So it's just, like, you're also saying, no, she is mentally ill, but we never sympathize with her. But a big problem that I had with this was that they sort of, like, introduce Grant Gustin's character as, like, he's been out of school for, like, a couple of weeks because he's depressed that his girlfriend broke up with him. Like, (laughs) one, why is the mom possibly letting, like, because, so it's, like, treating depression as if, like, oh, if you get dumped, you're depressed. It's, like, no, maybe he's really depressed and we should see about that versus, like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna tell the school he has mono even though I'm gonna let him stay home for two weeks because some bitch dumped him. I'm, like, no, that's, like, no, he's just being a fucking moody 16-year-old. Right, right. Don't say he's depressed, because there are people that have, like, clinical depression, and then there's just some kid that, like, doesn't want to see his new girlfriend tonguing her new boyfriend. Like, fucking get over right, that. Right, right. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> true, it's true. And it's so funny how... Because, <laughs> like, at least even if he if he said that, like, you know, he does say that, but, like, it should have been, like, the mom, yeah, calling him out on it. You know, where it's, yeah. you know, there's never any, I don't know, she just, the, the mom in some ways, like, coddles him, but also, like, doesn't pay, like, doesn't pay the right sort of attention to him. You know what I mean? It was yeah, weird. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, I just, yeah, like, that was just, like, a big hang-up, and then, like, okay, so say he's been out of school for two weeks, and, like, maybe he does really have depression, and then you have the girlfriend, like, rubbing it in her, in his face, like, what is, why is she doing that? We know nothing about this relationship, like, had we known, like, we're just like, oh, okay, he's perfect, she dumped him, now she's dating someone new, then why do you, why are you rubbing it in his face? Like, what the fuck do you get from that? Unless, was he a huge asshole, she broke up with him, and is dating someone new, and is like, yeah, look at this ad, look right. at this mother and that's obvious. But no, it makes no yeah, sense why not, this girl would be doing this. And that's this, obviously not the case, because, like, he does seem like a, like a good kid, yeah. like, he never... There's never anything where he seems like he's ever being an asshole. I mean, again, too, yeah, no, that's... high school. High school, like, there were some... E- I don't. I mean, I don't want to say evil. 
But there were some fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah, so maybe she's just a giant bitch. Like, and she's just like, I'm gonna rub my new man in my old man's face. And I'm like, okay, if you want to do that to get whatever satisfaction you're getting from it. Like, clearly he's, like, clearly he's sad and he's been out of school for, like, two weeks. And you're just, like, an evil, vindictive person. <laughs> like, it's, so, it's so funny because, like, like, you do see these. And, like, I did see, like, of course, like I said, like, I've seen that when I was in school. But, like, when you see it in this type of movie without the motivation, it's just yeah, a little different. Just... Like, or like I don't know. Like, And then there's, like, a part where then finally the ex-girlfriend and then Vanessa start. Oh, that was so weird. Because, like, one of the, the one of the first scenes with them together, Vanessa basically threatens this girl. It's like, I'm going to fucking <laughs> kill you if you ever go near my guy. My man. Yeah, and... You know, it's like, it's just, you know, the ex-girlfriend is, you know, appropriately, like, freaked out by that. <laughs> but then, but then, like, I want to say, like, ten scenes later, they, like, happen upon each other, and Vanessa's crying, and then, like, the ex-girlfriend's, like, asking questions, and then all of a sudden, now they're best friends. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, yeah, and she's like, I think Chris is a dick, too. And then, because, like, she's mad at Chris because, you know, he won't skip the the hundredth, um, like, uh, what is it, track practice. Like, she's like, yeah, that was the thing is that she's so awful in, like, the way that she's like, skip practice for me, skip class. And he's like, I'm failing, like, science. Like, I'm gonna get, I got kicked off the track team. Like, he, she's just, like, ruining his life. And he keeps, like, going back for right. it. And I don't get it. No, I know. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm going to bring up another Lifetime movie now because we keep we do keep talking about how Vanessa in this movie is like there's nothing really sympathetic about her. And there was this movie I watched mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, oh, God, what was it called? It, it had like a really dumb name. It was like, oh, like deadly, <laughs> like deadly, not it was like switched at birth, but like deadlies in the title somewhere. <laughs> Deadly switched. Well, so like it was like these two girls that were switched and like went to the wrong parents, and then like the sixteen years later they, um, you know, they find out about it somehow, and then one of course like one couple is rich, and then the other one's like a single mom, and then like the single mom turns out (laughs) to be like a psycho, and is like trying to kill like the couple so that she can like take both daughters basically. And I gotta say, though, like, it sounds dumb, but, like, while I was watching it, like, I had so much sympathy up to a certain point for the single mom. Because, like, it was her just, like, you know, she was, like, stealing stuff, and she was, like, trying to provide for her daughter. And then she thinks, like, this rich couple is, like, trying to take her daughter away. And, like, there was motivation Mm. behind things. And, like, the woman who played it, up until a certain point where you're like, all right, you've killed, like, too many people. (laughs) We can't, no more blind eyes. But, like, up to, like... I yeah, say, you're awful. <laughs> but, you know, like, the whole time, like, there is, like, a part of you that, like, is rooting for her and being like, oh, I really want you to just, like, be happy and get what you want. And, like, I remember thinking that throughout most of the movie. And then, like, you know, you're watching, you know, this movie, A Mother's Nightmare, and it's like, oh, um, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I guess, like, yeah, yeah. no, like, oh, like, I don't know, I guess maybe it's, like, the way the movie is structured where... You're obviously supposed to be rooting for, like, the mom and the son, 
But, like, there's a part of you that still kind of wants to root for the bad guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, it's it's right. It's probably 100% for the fact that, you know, Vanessa is so one-dimensional and really comes, like, off crazy from the jump. Like, there's no... Like, she's immediately, like, manipulating Chris when, you know, first of all, she's, like, dressed seductively. My One of my favorite lines ever is he, like, looks down at her chest because he's 16. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's like, well, that's what they're there for. I'm like, no, they're not there for that. So there's, like, I'm always for, like, the, you know, like, when a woman is unapologetically, like, herself. And if she wants to be slutty, be slutty. But, like, this just felt like awkward like every time she was trying to be sexy I just felt like I was like I was just like oh oh there was like, yeah, I don't know. there was like a little and I don't think it was because she is the age she is because there have been plenty of times like a 16 or 17 year old girl can like act sexy and I've like never really noticed it but like when she, when Vanessa is doing her like seductive thing I'm just like uh, yeah it, it's same yeah. thing where like you're just kind of off-put it's because she's tr- she tries too hard too. Like the scene where they're like making out and she like puts his hand on her chest and he's like, "Oh, like this is okay." So clearly, like his last girlfriend was like, "No, we're not doing anything." And she like immediately like sleeps with him. So she's like manipulating him through through sex as well. Like she knows what she's doing a hundred percent. Right. There's right. like so, but she's and normally I'd be like, "You do you, girl," but like not when you're trying to like control somebody so much. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. She just, she has no chill. And that's, like, I feel like the common criticism we've had about villains that, like, we, not that we don't necessarily dislike her, but, like, with villains that we have, like, the most bumps with, it's usually when they're just, like, there's no chill and they're just, like, Yeah, like, she shows up, like, at his house and, like, clearly followed him home because they had their, like, first, like, wasn't even a date. He was just, like, it was the day she, he was, like, oh, yeah, I can show you around town. And they have ice cream and they have, like, a cute little scene. And then he's, like, well, I have to go home for dinner. And she's, like, all off-put by it. And then, like, shows up at his house. And he's, like, did I tell you where I live? And she's, like, oh, yeah. And I'm, like, no, he didn't, dude. This is a red flag. And it's, like, no, this is so creepy. And then she constantly lies to him. And he's, again... I think it's, like, we're supposed to just be, like, oh, okay, so all 16-year-old boys are just stupid. But, like, I'm, like, I don't know. It's just, like... Well, I think it's, like, what you said. Like, she has a specific type of person that she knows that she'd be able to manipulate. Again, like, yeah. that's why she didn't really have any interest in that, like, hot job. Because... True. You know, like, I think it's because she knows... I mean, maybe she should try to, like, fucking ruin some jock's life. She might learn how to, like, have a little bit more, like, subtlety. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true. <laughs> and it's just... Like, I, I remember the scene where, like, he introduces her to his two friends. And he's like, oh, yeah, normally this kind of girl doesn't even, like, talk to us. So they're, like, that's, of course, too. And this, like, unbelievably hot girl is just, like, like seems to like you and is like willing to make out with you and like of course he's gonna do everything for her no absolutely like he thinks like, he's his, hit the lottery or something yeah, and both of his friends are like like when they're introduced to her like his one friend like can barely talk and then when they all like go off the the friend two friends like look at each other and like oh, right like, yeah. like and i was just like oh my god these are these are 16 year old boys but my question 
is for like Jessica Lance. Like, what is it like to wake up that hot every day? Seriously, I feel like, <laughs> like I, oh my god, if I was that hot, I wouldn't even know. It's what kind to do. of like that that line in Grey's Anatomy when Sandra O's oh talking about Katherine Heigl, and she's like, if I if I look like you, I would have no skills. I wouldn't know how to read. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. It's so true, though. Yeah, it's just like so. My thing is just like. Like, what's it like, what's it like a day, you know? And it's so interesting because I feel like Jessica Lowndes falls into that, like, Megan Fox, like, I've always, like, and I, this is going to sound so bad, that they're, like, so hot, but they also seem like they're really dirty. Right, right. Like, they, that they probably, like, her, like, I would not be surprised if you, like, walked up to Megan Fox and she smelled bad. <laughs> but, like, she's that just that, like, effortlessly hot because people would say, like, Oh, yeah, I've seen Megan Fox around town, and she's, like, just, like, wears baggy pants. I, like, I'm, like, yeah, well, when you look as hot as Megan Fox, you can dress like shit and still look amazing. And I'm just, like, what is... So, because it's, like, interesting. I feel like there's, like, there's, like, a sexy quality, there's, like, a hot quality, and then there's, like, a conventionally, like, beautiful. Right. Which is so interesting. I feel like there's, like, just three groups to, like, you know, Megan Fox and Jessica Lowndes are, like, in that really hot girl category. And then, you know, you might have, like, Charlize Theron is in that just, like, naturally beautiful category. And then you have, like, um, Scarlett Johansson, who's, like, sexy. Right. So it's, like, it's interesting. I feel like there's, like, three different levels. And, like, Jessica Lowndes is in that, like, insanely hot girl. And you're just, like, what what was that? What's that like for a day? I would love to know what it's like. Well, it's, like, yeah, that 30 Rock (laughs) episode where, uh, John Hamm is in, like, the, the handsome bubble. Oh, God. So he just, like, he, he, um, him and, uh, Tina Fey are dating. And she's, like, God, there's something about this guy, like, I think he might be dumb. <laughs> and, like, yes. he's a doctor, and, like, it turns out he doesn't know how to, like, do sur- perform surgery. Or, like, they play tennis together, and he's like, okay, I just want you to know I'm really good. I, like, teach all of these moms, like, tennis. Ah, and then, like, they play, and he, and he he's can't awful. do it. Like, he can't hit the ball. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't get it. The handsome bubble, like... It, he just gets everything he wants. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, I wonder what that's like. You know, it's like I can, I can like dress up, I can get my pictures taken, and but I just don't have the like. There's like I don't know if I like dress up, I can look like really nice. But there's just people like Megan Fox who just like could throw on like baggy pants and like a gross sweatshirt and a hat and still look amazing. Right. But like, the, there's like three people in the world that can do that. <laughs> so it must be nice. It must really be nice. <laughs> The rest of us are like, we have to like get ourselves looking great. Like, I'd love to not have to prepare for a date. Right? This no, must, I know. must like be nice of... being a man. Like, you know. No, there's a lot that has to go on, like, to get ready. And I wish, yeah, I wish I had the, like, mental, like, energy to do it most of the time. Like, <laughs> I just wish, like, I could swap. I would, I really wish that, like, I could look like Jessica Lowndes for a day and, like, show up, like, wearing the shittiest clothes on a date. And just still, like, clearly, like, and just be, like, would the guys still be, like, completely infatuated with me? Right? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> or just, like, how annoying can you be while being that hot? Like, what's the level of tolerance that, do, like, yeah. somebody will put up with? Now, that's a social experiment I'd be interested to, like, to study. Because there is something, like, where it's, like, some people, too, like, when they're, like, super hot, they just, like, they have this air of, like, not giving a shit about people. And that makes them hotter. You know what I mean? So, like, they're, they're just, like, they seem, like, very unaffected by things. Whereas, like, yeah. then I wonder, like, if you start to introduce, like, annoying habits 
and like seeing like maybe like increasing it like week by week um how to lose a guy in 10 days right right like oh, that's, that's right. sort of like that yeah and she unfortunately gets the one guy that's in the bet that was like i need to make a woman fall in love with me because normally like a guy probably would have like cut and run instantly oh absolutely you know like even like looking like you know kate hudson in her prime they'd be like oh no bye like you're fucking insane but yeah, like there was, I remember there's that one moment, like that one scene in the uh, House Bunny where Kat Dennings is like, would you allow me to like stand here for five minutes going, ah! in in the, uh, in the hopes that we might hook up? And the guy was like, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, who knows? who knows? Or you think you about know? that one movie, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's the one that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, directed oh. Don John. Oh, Don John. Right? I well, love like, Don you John. See, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that, but she's awful. She's like Scarlett Johansson is so fucking awful in that movie. But she's so like, I would put up with that shit. I mean, I would put up with a lot when it comes to women, and I do. It's a problem. But <laughs> <laughs> um, like that's the thing. Like I'm watching that movie, and I'm like, look, dude, you're just you're the fly in the spider web right now and i don't know i don't know how you're gonna get out yeah, of this. he puts up with quite a bit in that movie right and again and it's yeah it's because she looks that. like it's because she looks like scarlett johansson like right, right. <laughs> yeah it's very true it's like very true i just love how like brie lassen is in that movie and like barely talks and then at the end she's just like dude She's just using you. Right. Like, like the, being like, does nobody notice this but me? Like, Right. I, and I do think, like, there is a certain type, because, like, you know, of course his parents are going to be like, oh, yeah, fucking stay with this bitch. Like, who else are you? You're never going to get anybody this hot. Yeah. The dad is immediately like, what? Yeah. You know, of course. <laughs> and then, like, meanwhile, Brie Larson's just like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, just not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. So there is this point in this movie where Vanessa starts... Uh, drugging. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, uh, drugging the boyfriend, uh, Chris. Chris. And I gotta say, I'll give this to Grant Gustin. Like, that dude looks like he knows how to trip balls. Like, it was shocking. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. again, like I said, like, I, I don't know. Like, I thought he was, like, perfectly fine in this movie. But, like, at a certain point, like, when he gets drugged, and he's, like, he's freaking out, and he's, like, sweating, and he's, like, saying all these like things and I remember being like oh shit like <laughs> I'm like he's really bringing it like there are some like it's actually kind of hard to like play that sort of drug use effectively you know what I mean yeah and like yeah, he no. did that really well and like if that was actually like a part part of the movie where like I was again genuinely unsettled because I was like oh yeah because he was completely like not in control of like anything that was going on like any of his actions he was so like out of his body and it wasn't even like okay so like i took these drugs myself and i'm 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 gonna expect that i'm probably gonna be a certain way like she was just like unbeknownst to him she's like drugging him right so like in his mind all he thinks is he's, he's drinking alcohol so like but he is just completely not in control of anything and yeah you're right it's unsettling for sure yeah no and i gotta say like that was i mean if we're gonna talk about batshit moments i feel like that was the point for me where i was like oh dude what the fuck <laughs> Because, like, you know, there was, like, I guess since, like, we're, like, we have watched this whole movie of her being awful, 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting at any point to really be surprised by anything she did. But then that that did for me. Like that I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I think we probably have the batshit moment because that's like around the time that she starts like videotaping him because this in this moment this is the the moment where she's trying to get him to do that whole like commit suicide moment, but it's thwarted because the mom shows up where Vanessa works. Also, who the fuck lets this girl like work at this place? She like works at um she's like a photographer at a what is it a pet like a shelter like who's one who's allowing her to do this and two who's like allowing her to be there by herself like to close there's no way you would let the receptionist be the person that's like gonna one take the pictures of people with their dogs and two like close or open the place right. it just seems like a shitload of responsibility for like a 17 no absolutely it was so funny because yeah like it's it is funny. It is. It's funny because obviously she's just, you know, they they're doing. That's like a thing of the script or whatever. But it's like it's. It felt like such a thing they could have just not had her do. Like maybe it's just her do. Like yeah. she could have just been drugging him and like doing this stuff in some like warehouse or like somewhere like alone. Like it was so weird to have it be like this thing where it was in this animal shelter and like I don't know. There was something so. I don't yeah, know. That was like a disconnect. Like, I got this. <laughs> yeah. So like she's videotaping him there. He's like completely out of his mind. And then she's like getting him to say things like, "Oh, you love me, baby. You love me." This, that, and so. And that to me was my moment where I was like, "What the fuck?" You know. And it just goes like, like crazier and crazier from there. It, like ramps up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say that was probably my batshit moment, just because. Um, it was, it was, it was unexpected. Like, I, I don't know, like, I'd been watching this and I never, I had never seen it before. So I remember being like, oh, well, there's only so many places this could go. And I was sure she was going to try to, like, make him kill himself or something like that. But the way that went Mm -hmm. down, I was genuinely just, I, like, my jaw. Yeah, wasn't she trying to get him to, like, hang himself? Yeah, yeah, she wanted him to hang herself. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah, so... Oh my god. And like the, And then she like That's I mean, did they talk about the other boyfriend, how he died? I don't think they talked about how he died. Did he? Did I don't they? know, because like I mean I feel like cause hanging is such it's such an evocative look, you know, it's such a like you know, it's very striking visually. And it made me wonder because yeah. like, you know, they they're talking about, you know, her um her mom the way her, she committed suicide. And I was like, Oh, well is that the way her mom killed herself? Is that the way she made the ex-boyfriend kill himself? But I don't think they ever went into it. And I felt like that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, or is she just picking different ways? Also, my thing is, you know, the last one they were like, oh yeah, there's no evidence to link her. My thing would be, dude, you're trying to hang him, like, at the place that you work at clearly thought it through with like the previous one like um, I don't know I was just like okay so this is happening or you think this is gonna happen right I mean I guess maybe because she did at this point she has accused him of rape right like that's all no I think this is before the rape 
Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. I think this is before she... This is when she starts to go, like, because he starts to pull away because she's just, like, uh, the mom's like, yo, dude. And then the dad, like, found out some information because the parents are estranged and she goes to the, her ex-husband and is like, can you please... Is he... Like, do they explain what the he does for work? I think he was, like, like, a he cop just, or something. I don't yeah, think they but I feel like they never it. really explained it, but he just has connections to, like, <laughs> look into people. So finds out, like, oh, yeah, Vanessa's been lying, this, that, or the other thing. So he starts to pull away from her, and right. then that's when she accuses him oh, of, that's like, right. rape. And then, no, and then so she she sort of says that, how the video comes into play, because she talks about how there's a video, or, like, something, right? Like, where, like, there is the rape, and she's saying that it's, I, I think she tried to, like, imply, and maybe I'm just that... mi- misremembering this, but, like, I felt like she was trying to say that, like, that he videotaped it, and that's why she has oh. this. Even though, like, if you think about the video, like, yeah, it's her obviously it's a, kind of needling him to, like, say these things. Say things, yeah. Like, tell me you love, like, yeah, so, I, yeah, that's a, I'm not sure. I, I feel I like kind of I, 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 might be, I might be just, like, misremembering the, that was, the thing. Yeah, I mean, she just ac- accuses him, and the whole school is, like, on her side, but they don't know dick about her. Right. They're just, like, so, like, again, I love that it's, like, yeah, let's believe the women, but unfortunately this one's fucking lying, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Well, again, like, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, in this case, it's one of those things where it's, like, innocent until proven guilty on her end, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel yeah. like that is how it should be when things, like, people are being accused. I mean, it's such a gray area. And, like, this is obviously not, like, the movie to be, like, <laughs> believe women, <Yeah>. clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this movie would tell you not to, like. Right. <laughs> even though you still should, but for every one Vanessa, you know, every other woman is, like, being truthful. You know, there's always going to be a Vanessa out there because statistics. But. So, basically, like, you know, everything's blown over, like, He's able to, um, like, the mom saves him from Vanessa, and she's mm-hmm. taken away. She's taken to this, like, mental rehab, whatever. Finally. Right? I know, right? <laughs> they finally have enough to give it to her. And, yeah. um, you know, that's when you have the reveal where she, um, like, that her dad looked like uh, Chris, Chris and, and yeah. the other boyfriend as well. And then, of course, she finds this new doctor who looks... Oh, I think he's just an orderly. Or, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty Not sure he's a... just, like, a, a kid that works there. Right, Which like, is... yeah. And then she you finds another one who... Give... Hmm? Yeah, you think that they would... They know why she's there? You think they'll la- They give her, like, a chick as the orderly. No, they give her, like, a guy that looks exactly like the what she's looking for. Right? Like, and it's wow, like, that dude, was just terrible. We need to start just giving her women or, like, uggo, uggo dudes. Just yeah, like, then she's gonna be, or a guy that looks completely nothing like her father. But no, this <laughs> kid just, like, looks exactly like him, and you're like, oh, this poor son of a bitch. Yeah, alright, <laughs> poor sucker. <laughs> we can't Ooh. wait for the sequel. <laughs> Well, like, leading up to the how she arrives at this mental rehabilitation clinic is that, uh, you know, Chris, of course, even after all the rape, like, accusation, he's still in love with her. They've been video chatting, and he's like, I need to... Oh, also, he got the shit beaten out of her by, like, some dudes that she just happens to know. Right, 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 right. That's right. (laughs) So now he is, like, at the end of this, he's, like, has his leg broken, so he's, like, on crutches, and they meet up in a park. She's like, oh, I'm 
going to bring, like, I'm going to make your favorite sandwich and we can meet there. And then she's like, oh, I have cherry soda. Don't worry, there's no alcohol in it. She fails to tell him there's a shitload of drugs in it. So she, like, drugs him and then tries to, like, convinces him to start slicing his wrists open, which is super, like, oh, God, trigger, trigger warning on that one. There's just, like, that moment, and it's, that's when, you know, of course, thankfully, like, Annabeth Gish is, like, on it, and she's, like, finds them, and, like, I love that. They, like, get into, like, a huge tussle. She straight up, like, tackles Vanessa to the right. ground. Oh, that's, yeah. I was, like, waiting for the punch to the face, but, like, that never happened, but she gets on top of her and starts, like, choking her out, and thankfully, the police get there. And, like, before she could kill Vanessa, you But, know? like, it, there is, and I liked that moment. I liked that moment because there was, like, a second where I was like, holy shit, is she gonna die? Like, I yeah. really thought she was gonna get choked out by the mom, and I would have, like, I would have been on board. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn! But, so, like, they're able to get, like, the paramedics that are there, they're able to save him. And then that's when it goes into, like, three months later, you see that, like, Chris's life is better, he's happier, his dad's getting married, um getting remarried and then yeah you see vanessa the final scene is vanessa in in the mental rehabilitation clinic where she belongs but clearly this kid is going to help like break her out and then the cycle is going to continue right 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 (laughs) i wonder if that is what i'm gonna have to look up the sequel because i didn't realize there was the sequel i think is her trying to find her father oh interesting yeah well i'm sure at some point in our during the podcast we'll go through a daddy issues month and we month, can and yeah in. we can throw that in there but yeah what did you overall where would you say this this is on your garbage meter i would say this is i don't want to say sweet garbage but it's definitely like leaning more towards sweet garbage than regular garbage just because like i had such a good time watching this movie and it like sometimes i feel like I don't know. It was just so fun for me. And like, even though like, again, like we've, we've dissected her to death, but like watching Jessica Lowndes as Vanessa, I like, I had no problems with her. I was just like, oh, this oh, is yeah. so fun. Because like, Jessica Lowndes is very watchable. Yes, exactly. Like a and I'm just like, this character. is awesome. Yeah. But I would say like, it's somewhere in between sweet garbage and garbage. <laughs> that, that, that seems about right, but I think I'm going to lean more towards, like, the sweet garbage aspect, mainly because I, I've i always had so much fun with this movie. I remember, like, I think I discovered it because I was obsessed with Grant Gustin, and I think that's why I was like, Grant Gustin, I think I was like, Grant Gustin, and the girl that plays Adriana from 90210, yes! So then oh, I yeah. saw it, and I loved it, and I was just like, okay, I love this movie, so, and I still, like, <laughs> I still love how trashy it is. I love, oh, like, yeah. I like Annabeth Gish, so there's, like, a lot going on within this movie that I enjoy, so it's probably why I put it a little closer to, like, a sweet garbage for me, but I do understand that it probably does fit within the two of them, you know? Maybe it's more, maybe for me, it's more, like, and I'm just making up this term right now, but maybe it's more good garbage. Yeah, some good garbage. It is. It is very much some good garbage. Like that's inaccurate. That's very accurate. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next week with um, some more stuff. And next month is a new month, so we'll have four new ones for you. Uh, yeah. So again, follow us on Instagram. You know, subscribe to us, and you know we. Like, uh, we've gotten some reviews on our Apple podcasts that we've really appreciated. So we're 
glad you guys are listening and having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We're having a good time doing it, and we're still working on outreach, still improving on that every day. But yes, like Jenna said, just follow us on our socials, reach out to us. If you are listening and you have a podcast and you'd like to have us on, we'd love to have you on. We could coordinate something. I think we're just trying to get through how crazy everything's going on in the world right now. But when things start to go a little back to normal, we'd love to, we'd love to guest and we'd love to have guests. Yes, absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. Sweet, sweet.